Hey there, folks. Welcome back to our movie review podcast called Cinemix. I am Augustus Glick. And I am Reiner Delalio. And today, we're going to be discussing Scorsese's Shutter Island. Gus, what did you think about this movie? Well, Scorsese is a well-known director here. We're not going to try and beat her on the bend here, but uh, we know his movies are good. I'm a huge Leonardo DiCaprio fan. I've actually said about the last movie um, with Matthew McConaughey, but I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was, I like those movies where they're they're thrillers, but also a, a, a sense of like suspense and confusion and that that idea of you have you have to find out what's actually happening. Uh, yeah, I um I wasn't expecting to like this movie as much as I did. It kind of reminded me of classic film noirs, and it's it's almost paying homage to them. And I really appreciate that because a lot of movies nowadays just aren't slow enough compared to older movies, you know. And um, I do, yeah, this movie actually took its time, which I liked a lot. Yeah, no, and like we were talking about before uh, in the last episode, there were small there were small points. You probably caught them because you're Reiner Delalio, but this movie has to be one of the greatest little Easter egg, um, well thought, like nuggets of gold that that Scorsese puts in there to make sure that those who are really watching can can understand what's happening before the the majority audience does. So, um, also, people listening, this is not going to be a spoiler-free review. And if you have not seen this movie, there is a huge twist at the end. And uh, if you have not seen it, I highly recommend you check it out. For sure. Go However, sure. from here on out, there's going to be spoilers. So just be warned. Um, so, Gus, how would you just, just for the audience, just give a quick synopsis of what the movie's about? Yeah, so the protagonist um, goes by Teddy here, um, and it's mm, we'll, we'll save the twist for the end. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely. Let's so not Teddy talk goes about through. That. He is a marshal, um, and he arrives on Shutter Island, hence the name of the film. And um, he is a marshal, and he's going through, and he's he's um, looking into the uh, murder. A, a murderer and the murder of a woman. Um, and it takes a turn. Each char- The characters eventually get flipped. Mm-hmm. So each character means something else than they actually do. And what ends up... <laughs> we what ends we up happening... We gotta save that. <laughs> what ends up happening is... Um, why don't, why don't you take why don't you take a little twist? All right, all right. Um, so just before we talk about the twist, uh, this whole movie, Shutter Island, is actually a mental hospital for the oh fair right criminally insane, but not just the criminally insane, the dangerous criminally insane. Uh, so this this is not a cheery movie, as you might have guessed. So basically, it's revealed at the end again. Massive spoilers. Don't listen to what I'm about to say. The biggest spoiler of all time. <laughs> That actually, Teddy Daniels is not Teddy Daniels. He is a patient at Shutter Island named Andrew Latis. And he uh, murdered his wife. Patient. He's, he's the most dangerous patient they have because he's ex-military and an ex-U.S. Marshal. 
but he's been committed there for two years after he murdered his wife because she murdered their kids because she had depression or whatever. Right. Yeah. And um, the whole experiment of him being uh, Teddy Daniels for a day was actually designed so that they could break through into his psyche and get back his personality of Andrew Latus. Otherwise, they're going to be forced to lobotomize him. And actually, what's interesting, uh, his partner, his, his partner, Marshall, that, or he, who he believes is his partner, Marshall, rather, Chuck, played by Mark Ruffalo, is actually his psychiatrist. And what's right. really interesting, if you look very closely, like you were saying, going back to those little details, the Marshalls carry guns. And when they go to the island, they're asked to give their guns to the warden because it's policy. Uh, Teddy easily unholsters his gun and gives it, but Mark Ruffalo actually doesn't know how to unholster his gun, so he just takes yeah, the holster out. Should. As a marshal, he should know how to do that. So this movie is full of little things yeah. like that, actually. Earlier in the movie, they for, when they first arrive, um, all the like guards of Shutter Island itself are all like on high gear. They're all tweaked up. They're holding their guns super tight. Um, and in the case of marshals were coming to the island, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't need to do that. Exactly, but it's because they're keeping an eye on Andrew Latus. Uh, yeah, Reiner, what you just said was very accurate with the whole keeping your eyes on each character. So each each time through the movie, you can see there's little points. Um, the the thing that I'm thinking about right now is during the interrogations with the other patients, and so there's guards, and and the guards are always watching over the patient, obviously. Um, but behind Mark Ruffalo, or what was his name, uh, Chuck, there was no guard. But behind um, Teddy slash Leonardo DiCaprio slash Andrew was a guard. And so it, the guard is always watching over a patient. So that was kind of a little hint as to the fact that he was a patient and he wasn't just someone coming in. That actually kind of reminds me of one of my big problems with this movie. I actually I liked it a lot, but um, the ending, it feels almost a little undeserved, I suppose, because look, they're they're they're, they're kind of building up to this huge reveal that right, uh, folks. Just so you know, through the entire movie, they're insinuating that Shutter Island is doing either experiments on patients, like MK Ultra type stuff, uh, to learn about mind control, and just. By having the ending be a complete, the complete opposite of that, I understand what they were going for, but at least to me, this could just be a personal thing. It just felt a little undeserved and kind of, oh, well, why'd I watch this? I guess it is. a You, you can tell there is that, that sort of push for a mind bend. And I think there was a little bit, could have been a little forced, I guess. And you watch it and you're thinking, oh, they're just... It's just an example of what they're doing. So it's like, is this really necessary? Um, but I think the story is like, it is, is it's interesting enough that I, I thought it was worth it. I think that the story was strong. I think that you can kind of relate to each character, but that, that idea of perspective and, and, and where you're looking from and who you're looking at and deception and little hints that come through the movie. I think it was... It oh, was that reminds me of another um, little hint, actually. It's actually more symbolism uh, than, in, than a straight Easter egg. But throughout the movie, uh, particularly at the beginning, you can kind of see Teddy hates water. He gets seasick very easily. 
in in going back to that interrogation scene with the patients, there's actually you see a woman drink a cup of water, but there is no cup of water when you're seeing it from Teddy's perspective. Yeah, it's like a, it was a continuity error. People thought it was a mess up on Scorsese or editing, but it was in fact it, exactly. Well and also, in uh, fire seems to kind of symbolize his false personality of Teddy. Whenever he's discussing Teddy, mm-hmm. there's always a, either a match in picture. Like even when he when he's talking to the quote unquote real Rachel or uh, what's her name Rachel the patient, yeah, I believe um, it was Rachel. there's a yes. there's a campfire in the picture and whenever they're talking the campfire is always in frame in front of their faces, so that's kind of a very interesting right little symbolism. English teachers would love this movie. <laughs> oh my word! The amount of rhetorical. <laughs> It's it's wild. It's definitely a it's definitely a C. I would definitely go and, and watch this. If you were to rate this, Reiner, um, one to ten, it's it's a little gratuitous it? and it's a little kind of in your face with the oh something is wrong here. Look at these musical swells. So that just gets kind of annoying. Thankfully, that really no, actually, it does happen throughout the entire movie. What am I saying? So uh, that combined with the unearned twist ending, I'd have to give us maybe like a six point seven or so a seven yeah i was i was thinking the same thing between a six and a seven somewhere around there i thought it was interesting enough but i think you're right that there's definitely a, a sense of um annoyance pressure like unnecessary pressure on the the entire theme yeah it's guess, it's not the movie unlike the easter Overall eggs this movie with its whole uh, tension is not subtle whatsoever Anyways, right. uh, I think that about does it. All right, I think we're getting we all right. Well, there, yeah. let us know what you guys would like us to talk about next, and we will of course see you next week for another episode of Cinemix. Thank you for listening in. Thank you. <laughs>